episode of the Fashion Grunge podcast. I have no idea when this is going to come out, but you will probably enjoy it. If you like music documentaries, if you like grunge at all, uh, hopefully you do if you're listening to this. If not, you will probably learn to love it. This uh, is one of my favorite films ever, and I've got my friend Jai here that's going to talk about it with me. We are talking about 1991, The Year Punk Broke, which is a great documentary on the Sonic Youth and Nirvana. Well, it's really the Sonic Youth tour of Europe in 91, but it also includes Nirvana, The Ramones, Dinosaur Jr., Babes in Toyland, Gumball, and I believe that's it, as far as I know, but yeah, we're here to talk about it, so. Hello. Yeah, this is Jai. (laughs) So yeah, we're here to talk about it, and uh, yeah, so let's get into it. It was released in 1992 in theaters, I wish I saw it, but I was, alas, too young to see it. But directed by David Markey, who did, I think, also the photography for this film, too. And it's just, I don't know, it's really weird. You can find it on, I believe, Amazon Prime, and you can probably find it on iTunes. It's not super hard to find, but they also have it on DVD. And if you, I mean, it's a great film to own if you really like this music and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to get right into it. Cool. Um, I watched it for the first time with Lauren last week. Yeah. The week before. Yeah, I think it was last week we watched it. Yeah. Um, and I have not seen any like any documentaries like from the nineties in a really long time. So it was really cool to see like just how everything was done before before like so, like you know um phones and like digital yeah anything. um. I wish I had been older at the time. I probably would have watched it when it came out, but I didn't. I didn't even really know about it until you told me. Yeah, I mean, I think I knew about it when I was, I don't know, it was probably late 90s. It was probably high school. And I remember watching it on tape once. I don't know if I rented it or where, but that was it. And then I bought it on DVD, I think, when it came out in 2011, I think is when it actually was out for release. And obviously I'm a huge nirvana and sonic youth fan so 90s fan <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm a fan of the 90s in general but so i was like oh i have to buy this it's out so it was really cool so yeah this whole thing is kind of done in a very kind of rogue gorilla you know a guy with a camcorder but the one awesome thing about it is it's super personal and i feel like you really don't see much footage of nirvana as a band like all three of them in the very beginnings of their like fame because this was in I think August of 91 and smells like not smells like teen spirit but nevermind came out I think like the next month but it wasn't big until the video came oh, yeah, out so right. they had this wasn't like nirvana as most people know it you know as them being the headliner like it was a sonic youth tour So they were very much like, hey, let's bring our friends along. You know, like, they're a really great band. They're probably going to be, you know, probably big. I think they had obviously no idea how how big that they would end up being. But, but yeah, so I'm so glad that they commissioned David Markey to do this because I feel like it's just such a great slice of of 90s music history. And you see, like, a different side to Kurt because... All the other documentaries about him or like he's more like reserved or serious and like you don't really see like him playing around like 
You do, and it's like so nice to see that side. Yeah, it's nice it's to see it naturally. Naturally, yeah. Yeah, instead yeah. of, I mean, montage of Heck was good. I mean, we'll definitely probably review that. Uh, but it that was very choreographed. Like, you know, yeah, they brought people there exactly. to talk about Kurt Cobain, and they obviously talk about old stories, but this is like, there's they no narration. They were just being themselves. And yeah. I, I feel like that's who they were. Like, you can really see, like, Dave Grohl as well being like, just how he is. Yeah, you know? and then their twenties. You know, they're they're kids, really. I mean, they just you know got really, really famous. And Sonic Youth is a bit older, like as, in That's age true. wise, they're like ten. I think maybe ten years older than uh than the members of Nirvana. So they're almost like that big. Is like a big brother kind of like oh they're like the little kids, you know, and they're acting crazy. But obviously, Sonic Youth has been playing since like the eighties, so yeah. they've been playing for a while. But I also think it's re- it'd be really cool for people to watch it, like younger people now, because yeah. they. I don't think. Well, in fact, you're never gonna see like documentaries like that film no. again because everything's so staged now. Like when it, musicians make documentaries, everything seems more like they're really aware that they're being filmed and everything's kind of choreographed. Um, and I, I feel like you don't see kind of role films like that anymore. No. And now people can rehearse, you know? You have a phone. You could rehearse in the mirror if you want to yeah. seem a certain way, if you know someone's coming over to film you or if you know this is being filmed. But... And it's also really cool to see, like, people not being on their phones. Yeah. Like, the crowds, the festivals, like... The members, they're just like having fun. They're spending like quality time with each other. You never, you're never gonna have that again. No, it doesn't exist. No, it won't exist. Like so. people get so distracted, and people are not in the moment because they're just like on their phones checking or posting. Back then, it was just like, I don't know, it's just different. Like everyone just seems more like kind of like happier and like more in the moment. They're just doing what they're doing, and there's not distractions. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of. So many shows that I've been to and concerts and things, like, I don't have, obviously, physical proof. I mean, the only thing I had was my ticket. If I if I had a <laughs> ticket that wasn't will call or something, but now I just have, I have a ticket, but I don't have a, you know, staged memory. I know what that show was like, and I can go back to it in my head, but I can't... Yeah, when you go to shows now, it's just, I mean, it's crazy. It is. You don't really enjoy it as much and you, and it's really hard because you're distracted by people's phones we're those like, old people we're right at the back <laughs> and you, all you see is like phones up in the air you can't even watch the band no. and people are talking and like and then if you go to the very front people will be filming the entire thing on their phones and it's really annoying yeah like, it's just kind of shitty really it does that is really shitty. And the thing about it that really sucks is that younger kids don't know any better. Well, that. So it's not their fault because it's, they think that it's okay because everyone does it. This is like all day now and I think it's shitty for us because we're obviously a bit older and we know that it was, you know, <laughs> there was a different... It was just different. It was like a different world almost. And like, it's just sad. Like, even if... I mean, I hate to be nostalgic about the past, but <laughs> I feel like I am doing that constantly because... The past was so much better than now, so. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, I don't, I'm really anxious to listen to things about when this time is 20 years mm. old. I mean, what people are going to say about 
the fact that we have mobile phones and all this kind of stuff when now it'll, then it'll probably be in like your eye or in like a watch or something that they'll be like how can you carry phones around i can't believe like, you used to carry these phones ear that you know like you just see everything inside your brain yeah like a black mirror episode literally like a black mirror episode but yeah let's get into the let's get into the film here uh, the beginning is literally just this random freestyle with Thurston. Okay, Thurston Moore, the one of the singers and guitarists of Sonic Youth, is a major, major player in this entire film. He <laughs> loves to talk and loves to talk about random things and definitely is not camera shy and probably the complete opposite of Kurt Cobain. If you had to put the two people next to each other, yeah. not shy. Literally the opposite. Yeah, the complete opposite. And even Kim. Yeah. She seems so like, I mean, I'm guessing she's an introvert. I mean, I actually know because I read her memoir. Yeah, she's got a, a great a great book called A Girl in a Band. She's in kind of happy to be in the background doing her thing. And Thurston, obviously, is like, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's really like. vocal and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's super vocal throughout the whole thing. And then in the very beginning, we just get this weird freestyle of Thurston, and then just casually the camera pans over to friggin' Kim Gordon and Kurt Cobain, which is so weird to see now that you're like, whoa! And they're just, they're just like regular people, you know, just hanging out, just being goofy, probably before the concert, time to kill. it would have been cool to see, like, Kurt talk, like, as in, like, I don't know, questions, or, like, if we had just seen him being in front of the camera and more like that. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't, that's not who he was. And this was, I think, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Sonic Youth commissioned David Markey to do this for them. So maybe, I'm wondering if that's a reason why. Oh, maybe. I mean, it is very Sonic Youth focused. And there is a film called uh, Nirvana Live Tonight Sold Out, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen that. I've never seen it. It's a great uh, documentary of Nirvana, but it's very, um, I... I mean, it's really cool, but it's not like this. It's not very, like, a one-person thing. It's very much, like, a lot of the famous performances that you've seen, like, from Reading, from, uh, okay, yeah. you know, all the other, like, big performances that you, you know, have seen everywhere, like the Paramount. They're spliced in between, so you can tell that it was made after he died. It was probably oh, made in, like, 96, okay, I guess. Yeah. And then they have bits of interviews, like, thrown in, but they're mostly the interviews that you've all seen. There are a few that are like kind of random tour footage but i think the most intimate thing of nirvana so that i've seen is montage of heck because that was literally yeah. like yeah like they were all filming i guess like kurt and courtney had that camera in that in that whole movie but, but anyway. even then he didn't want to be like no he didn't like that attention i was no like, it was like i just want to play music you know where can we watch that other one that you um, that one is on DVD, and also you can buy it on demand. I mean, oh, it's, cool. it's almost like this one. I mean, if you want to buy it, you can buy the DVD, and I don't think it's very expensive. It's probably, like, under $20, but it's definitely worth it if you're a Nirvana fan, or even if you're not and you just want to watch it. It's, it's a really good mix of all their performances, and a little bit of personal, if you don't want to watch cool. Montage of Heck, because some people don't really care about Kurt Cobain that much. They just care about Nirvana. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, this whole... After Thurston's freestyling, there's just a whole lot of just, like, there's a lot of random things of Thurston just walking up to people in the street, like, random kids and stuff. Them, yeah. yeah, interviewing them with this mic with the cord, like, the old school mics that were portable. Yeah, but it's, also they're in another country, so they're yeah. like, I don't think they speak English very well, so he's asking really crazy questions and, like... Really weird. And 
that really weird, that really intense, and like, I don't think they even know what he's talking about. No, but it just seems very... I don't know. It's just a... It seems very Thurston. It just seems very... I think young Thurston. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Because he's like, all the persona is so not like that. I is mean, he about to be like a recluse? Older. He's not a recluse, though, because he's out and about. It's not like he's like... But I don't know. think you like... He doesn't... You never see interviews of him. like. No, that. I haven't. Like, he, I think he's just like... He just wants to be known for his music and stuff. Yeah, but. yeah, that's probably true. I mean, he's been in the news, or him, you know, they were in the news a lot when they separated or when mm. they divorced. So that's the last time I remember hearing about Thurston, but I don't, like, keep up with his solo career that much. I guess it's something that I, I probably should, because I'm sure he I'll probably has. like yeah, it. Yeah, he like, lives um, in London, in East London, and I've seen him many times, like, just, like, at the cinema, at gigs. He plays at, like, experimental shows oh, okay. a lot, just, like on his own oh, that's and, cool. but he also plays with his band in like festivals like English festivals and stuff um, but he seems kind of just into the music I don't think he wants people to talk about him as a yeah as Thurston no yeah as Sonic Youth I'm sure yeah but I also think watching this is like you see a completely different side to him but I think this is a young Thurston yeah which, you know you you obviously you're change different, you change yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah, it's really weird. But then also, it'll go through little spurts of random kind of little vignettes of stuff and Thurston asking random questions. And then the first song is a Sonic Youth song. I think I believe it's Teenage Riot. And that song's great. And you get to see the full song. Sometimes you just see, like, two minutes. But in this in this uh, film, you actually see the full performance it's that they all do. It's a great song. Yeah, it's, it. so, it's so great. And I could literally watch stuff like this all day. <laughs> I mean, if... Even if bands that I, like, listen to now, if they did something like this, I would be down to watch it. Because I just feel like you'd never see this anymore. I mean, but the thing is, it would just look so different because even on their off time, people were just on phones. You know, here they were forced to kind yeah. of hang out because they're, what are you going to do? You're not going to get on a phone. Like, who are you going to call? You know, you're with your band, so. I don't really think of any, like, any document, like, music documentary, like, like news. That's yeah, like a cool new, or new one. Or I mean, I don't really think there are that many cool artists out there anyway. No. It's like new ones, you know? Well, now they have... Now the thing is, it's just become so easy to make music videos. And you can make yeah. things on your phone. Like, back then, you had to have someone with a camera and who's going to edit it. And where are you going to put it? There was no YouTube. It That's was like, true. we just have to make it. And then, I don't know, if the label wants to put it out, then they will. I mean, yeah. this, this came out in 92, but I don't know that it got distributed that's like i know oh my god like so they had a theatrical like, release which is so cool i wish in 92 i saw it in the theater that'd be so cool I think you should request it i'm pretty sure you can you can I request mean, anything to, like a lawful like old theater or something that yeah. will be when there's a fashion grunge live show we'll just have a whole bunch yeah, of people you can do that watching all these documentaries you can do that in london in some places like you can request um oh the film and yeah just have a That'd be really cool. Like sat it's normally like Saturdays at midnight. Oh. It's cool. Reason number 851 why London's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, just let me go there. Please. <laughs> I mean, it'll be cool. We will. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so then we've got, yeah, we got the first Sonic Youth song. Then there's, I just, my notes are really funny. They literally just say Thurston Show. And then the next is Nirvana, and they're playing the song School, and it just sounds 
fucking amazing. So amazing. Like, like, they always seem to, which is really cool. Then there's this weird segment on with Thurston asking people in the street, but it's more about, like, a political rant, and because... It is a political rant. Yeah, George Bush was the, like, the father, George Bush was the president at that time, 91, so there was kind of, like, you know, this kind of, like, contentious uh, thing going on in the, in the U.S., and the, like, Persian Gulf and Iraq War, like, there's a whole lot going on, so... That kind of brings it more into that kind of punk space where it's political and very, you know, like, we want to speak out against things we don't agree in, which is really cool. Which is really cool, yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. Which is still happening now, which I like that aspect of now, that people are more involved. Yeah, people are more, like, out there with their views and stuff, and they, I think it's cool to see, like... Even actors and musicians involved. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I think it's good, too. influence, you know? Like... And just to even... I know a lot of people are kind of... I mean, obviously, I don't want to obviously make this whole thing political, but a lot of people are don't like when artists do that or musicians or, uh, you know, actors when they yeah. are political. But I don't mind. I don't mind what side they're on. Even if they're on Same. the other side, they should be able to express it, obviously, just I know, so I think it's do. like, you know, with, like popularity and like power I think it's like responsibility like you the things that you like talk about or like put out there and like you know that a lot of people have access to it because mm-hmm. you're like I don't know like, you're influential yeah exactly yeah. and now I think we're moving into that whole the whole uh way of thinking especially for I know, like, like Nirvana, like, during this time, it was, like, you want to get your stuff out to the masses, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, like, they were very underground for a long time, and so was Sonic Youth, and it's, like, oh, cool, we've got someone that's going to play our music out to the masses, you know, that's great, and now I feel like the beginning of social media was very, you know, let's get everyone we can, like, let's get as many followers as we can, and now because all the algorithms are shifting yeah. and it's not like that, it's like, well, I'm happy with this core base that I have. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm going to talk to just 20 of... people instead of trying to get 200 that don't care. That don't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. they just want to, like, yeah. like my stuff, you know? So that's cool. And I feel like that's very much, like, I think that's very much, I don't know that much about Sonic Youth in the way I know about Nirvana because I just didn't, I guess I don't really, like, study them like that, but... I know Kurt Cobain is definitely quoted as saying, you know, like, we still make records for our true fans, but they don't mind that more people like it, but, you know, don't be, like, a dick about it. You yeah. Know? Like, don't be... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, one of those kind of people. You know, if you like it, then you're still... Yeah, I don't still, really know like, they were that political. I mean, they obviously were in the documentary, but I don't know whether... Yeah, I don't know if they're considered, like, a political band. I feel like they they're not, but... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think they would consider themselves. But I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. But I mean, use your voice, you know, as like an artist. Yeah, know? yeah. I think they were just... I mean, you really had to use your voice where you could because there was no social media. So if you're on stage, then that's where you had the most yeah. people to talk to or on your album or something like that. Uh, the next scene is so funny. It's the funny scene with Dave Grohl just going <laughs> off on all of the random food that they have. They have, like, bread and, like, grapes, and he's just doing all these really weird, funny voices, and I think just is making fun of the whole weird weirdness of them of, having like, all this... having, like, cool stuff back... Not yeah. backstage, but, like, in the dressing room. Yeah, like, like, catered. All this, like, soda. And it's so him when you watch it. That's just, like, how he is. Yeah, and, like, he's like that now. Been, like, so funny, and, like, goofy, and... 
I just love that. Yeah, it's really funny. I, I, I like that segment. It was really good. And it's so nice to see them having fun, like... Because I think that a lot of people think of Nirvana as like, oh, it's sad. And yeah, like, You know, intense. how, like, how it ended and, like, their music and everything. But, I mean, they were just, like, cool kids, you know, just having fun and, like, being young and stuff. And, and got and sucked up by the man. Yep. Who <laughs> literally just... I guess, like, perverted their fame with, like, money and, like, all sorts of crazy stuff. And it's like, they didn't want... I don't think that that was the goal. I don't don't think they wanted to be that famous. They just were doing what they loved. Yeah. You want more people to hear it, but, like, at what cost, you know? Like, losing your privacy and then all that whole thing with, you know... I think they were prepared for that. I feel like nowadays people... It's kind of like the reason why a lot of artists get into music or like they just want to be famous yeah they just want money and success and like fame and i think i don't think obviously nirvana was one of them but a lot of punk artists didn't really care about that according to courtney they wanted it or kurt wanted it i don't think she's a reliable so but yeah i was gonna say i don't know one person i mean i know they wanted to be famous because obviously he wanted to go out of his town and play music and you know not be there but but yeah, anyway, we digress because that's like a whole other situation yeah, we're going to talk about Circle Bain. Um, the next one, uh, well, the next live performance we see is by Dinosaur Jr. and the song Freak Scene, which is so great. I think that song is off that album Bug, but it's uh, one of my favorite versions of that song. It's really fast. I really like that, that song a lot. And then uh, there is a performance from Babes in Toyland. I don't know that I, I don't think I have it on my notes where exactly it is in the film. But Babes in Toyland is an amazing, sick, all-girl, like, grunge, kind of like, I don't know, maybe hardcore kind of band. I think they're better than Hole, personally. Me too, but I actually didn't really know them, either. Yeah, they're great. They're really, really great. They Um, seem like they're real deal. Yeah, they're very, like, L7. They probably inspired Hole, to be honest. Courtney, I believe, used to be in an oh, early said. version of Babes in Toyland because they're from Minneapolis. Remember? Like, Courtney was everywhere. She was literally she was... Out? It was some weird drama. As I've heard, Courtney's supposed to be writing a memoir, so I cannot wait to read it because I want to know, like, what's... I will read it. She was married for a short time to that guy in Faith No More. Oh, In England. Yeah, she, like, lived in England. She went to New oh, Zealand. Right. Like, she went everywhere. I knew she was there, but I didn't know she was married. Yeah, she was married, I think, for less than a year. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she was married for less than a year to like one of the guys in Faith No More, I think. So random. Yeah, it's so random. Like it really is just super random. Like she's had like five lifetimes. I mean she really has. I I don't get it. Um and then one of the guys in Sonic Youth talks about like Thurstonitis, which apparently is pretending to know where you're going <laughs> when you don't in a random city, which I guess is what he does a lot. I mean, he literally is on screen all the time. He like is. I mean, if you kind of want to know more about Sonic Youth and the early beginning stages then he this feels is... really comfortable like... i could never i would be so i think he loves it well yeah i definitely think he loves it i don't think kim does i don't think she yeah i think she's kind of like okay i feel like she's kind of shy and like i don't think she's very comfortable with like the camera and, no like, in front of her like i don't think i would be especially back then when you're not used to people having cameras like when they have a camera it's big and it's in your yeah, face that's, you know yeah, that's true you so i'd be like oh that. god like it's not like having a small phone like, no or like someone's filming from far away like a paparazzi and you can't see them but now i mean 
people pro- I mean people are on their phones all the time you know saying things in videos and things so it's a totally but it's even when you watch them she's never looking at the camera no yeah she's just she knows it's there but she doesn't you know you don't like, interact with it no like Thurston wants to be in front of it yeah he's, he's doing like, like a news report it yeah. seems like he's like hi everyone he looks really cute I just need to add that oh Thurston he was cute yeah he does look really good in this in this documentary, I have to say. I mean, Nirvana just all all around always looks so great. Especially just I don't know. I feel like <laughs> the outfit that Kurt has with that leather, that brown leather jacket. I love that. And outfit. then like the long sleeve shirt and those ripped jeans. So cool. And it's so cool. And also he has that that guitar that I love. I don't even, I mean, I know nothing about guitars, so I don't even know, like, what. I just didn't think he from. cared about what he was wearing. I think he was just, no. like, on whatever. Whatever's I clean think, like, or whatever's around. I feel like Sonic Youth actually thought about it. Actually, I think a little bit, yeah. I kind of remember vaguely hearing that from um, Kim about how she needed to have, like, a style. Oh. She actually says that in her book. But, oh, cool. Um, I've yet to finish I wouldn't book. be surprised if Thurston was, like, he thought about what he was wearing or, like... Oh, yeah, like, let me oh, put this on. Email. I don't I don't know, actually. Um, But I know Nirvana, for sure, didn't give a damn about that. No. They were just, like, whatever. That's really crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> there's all this great footage of the crowds, too. It's just really cool that you so see everyone cool. really into it and just... So, so cool, Yeah. And it's cool, it's on VHS, so it has that cool, nostalgic, like, home video quality that you used to have back in the day. And, oh, then they talk about riders, which I didn't know that that means the list of things that you submit to the venue of what you want backstage. I never knew that either. So that's so cool, and they all go go through, you know, oh, you got this, like, I asked for Coke, but I, Maybe it's called like, something Pepsi. else now. No, it's still called a rider. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I heard someone say it the other day, and I was like, whoa, it's still a rider. That's so weird. I just knew, I always heard about weird things that people would request, like, different M&M colors, like, only yellow M&Ms, like, white flowers in my dressing room, like, Who? some celebrities. Who request that? Like, just celebrities, or, really? like, band members. I think one of the boy bands back in the day, it was, like, one of those teen, be- like, teen people articles, like, what's the weirdest thing about, like, Justin Timberlake or someone, and then they're like, he likes red M&M's, like, only red, or, like, something weird like that. I don't think you get that with rock stars. I think, like, no, they it's like just booze. care about, yeah, they'd be like, Jack Daniels, two bottles of this, five yeah. bottles of that. I don't think it's Chips. about food that much. I think it's more about no, alcohol, it's about cigarettes, drink, yeah. like, and whatever drugs. else. Yeah, whatever else is around, I guess. Probably. We don't know. <laughs> and then we get to Reading. Um, which is obviously like a huge festival in England every year. I've been there, it's so cool. Lucky, lucky drive. Not in the nineties because I was really young, but <laughs> <laughs> But it's really it's really and it's one of the Nirvana shows I think it must be the year after that they filmed the Reading um special. I think it was ninety two. So lucky for Yeah, like the big Reading in like yeah. Nirvana playing in There's the someone who submits to Fashion Grunge all the time and he um, he, I think, emailed me or wrote me on Instagram and somewhere and he was there and he sent he's me the walking. ticket. He sent me, like, a picture so of this cool. ticket. And I think he's, like, 10 years older than us. So he was, like, a teenager. Wow. And he sent me a picture of, like, his ticket or I posted something and he was like, I was there. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool that so you saw cool. them. Like, that's amazing. But they didn't even know then, like. 
No. They probably didn't know who Nirvana was. It was just like No, a band, it was like a big festival right. and they'd heard about them, you know, from America, but it wasn't like, you know, like obviously it wasn't what we know now of Nirvana. And then we get our first and I believe only glimpse of Courtney when Sonic Youth is being interviewed. Like two minutes. Yeah, in like a tent and she's standing back behind and they're like, oh, this is, by the way, this is Courtney. And then she's like, hi. And hi. she's dying to get in front of that camera. Yeah, she's, she's literally like, just like. When they call her or they mention her name, she's at the back and then she suddenly gets to the front very fairly quickly. Yeah, and like super like, fast. Hi. Like. I'm Courtney, and she says something about, like, oh, you want me, like, I'm going to become famous, or you want me to be famous. Something about fame. I, I don't re- really remember what she says, but she's just being herself. Yeah, she's just being, like, I mean, she was a big reason why they got as big as they did. I mean, because I think if he wasn't with Courtney, I don't know that there would be, like, as much controversy, like, swirling around them if they were just in a band and he was either not dating anyone or not married. Yeah, or, but you know. still they would have got fame. Oh, yeah. It was their music. But yeah, yeah, it was I'm the sure music. Was a lot. But then it became, like, personal well, life, yeah. yeah, and, like, went into that whole thing. But, of course, yeah, and all the writing festival footage is the best. And all the random footage in the different countries, like when they go to Germany and they have all those weird sausages. Oh, and yeah. he's like asking about like Thurston's so like interviewing the guy who <laughs> who like has the sausage stand and asking where all the sausages from. <laughs> like that's super weird. I don't it's know. so nineties. Like some elements of it. Yeah, guess. it's just so like I don't know. It's just so weird. But, you know. It's cool. It's just it's like so you're just cool. it's just like you're just watching them and you're just having lots of fun. You really feel like you're there when yeah. you watch it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on this tour with them and I wanna eat all this food. <laughs> like I wanna eat these sausages and all this stuff in Germany. It just looks really cool. I just love would love to film it really. I think it'd be cool just to film it or just to shoot photos of it. And the ways the way it was shot as well. It's just like cool. Like I feel like I don't know, it just seems so natural, like, I don't know, I just love that about it, it's just raw, but natural, but it's actually quite, the, the way it's been framed is cool. Yeah, you know? and like, David Markey did do a lot of Sonic Youth videos at the time, and a lot of music video direction. Before so, this? Yeah, like before and after. Okay. Yeah, so he had kind of, and a photographer Did he film well. it himself? Yeah. Oh. He filmed it, cool. photographed it, and edited it, I think, oh, wow. too, I think it says at the end that he did everything. The Thurston, like... Was he part of the editing? Or? I don't think... He's not credited as an editor, but he's credited as the cover design. You know how it looks like those... Those... Um, what do you call it? Ransom notes? Where like yeah. each letter's cut out? I think it says he designed that. Um, so that's ti- title design. I guess yeah. that or... Yeah, or something like that. But I'm sure he was involved in the editing process. Yeah. I mean, sure. I feel like the whole band probably was at some point. Because there's probably some bits maybe you're, you just don't want in there. Yeah. And... And I guess if you're doing a film for them, they would be involved in the editing process because, you know, they want control over what goes out and what doesn't, so. Yeah, Kim does talk about this in her book, but I don't think she talks about the documentary part. It's more about that experience and being on tour with Nirvana and mm-hmm. her. And, like, I mean... And they according, met there, didn't they meet? Yeah, didn't and they according meet to there? her, she kind of had a special bond with Kurt. Yeah. This is what she says. Mm-hmm. Like, she just felt that they were sim- quite similar, like introverts, and like they, um, 
I don't know, they just didn't really care much about being... She kind of talks about how Courtney and Thurston are more, like, similar. I was going to say that they both are with people that are, yeah, like, the opposite of them. Which kind of makes sense. I mean, most a lot of people are with people that are opposite. And it was definitely the beginning with Courtney, because apparently Kurt talks to Kim about how he's kind of, like, crazy about this girl. Oh, about Courtney? Yeah. And that they kind of thought when they met her, they kind of knew. Oh, apparently, she knew. I don't know if she said I or we um, knew that it was like a recipe for disaster. When yeah, that it was like, yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. So crazy. Like, if only, man. If only, like, everyone just knew the future. You know what I mean? Like, it's just mm. weird to think that all these people watching this band have, will have no idea that. You know, it'd be one of the biggest bands, first of all. And then, obviously, the lead singer wouldn't be around. You know, it's just something you don't think of. Yeah, and they'd be such a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Still. Still, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we're still talking about it them. It is a band that even, like, young kids know about. It's, like, Nirvana. Yeah, because now rappers are talking about Kurt Cobain. They yeah. mention Nirvana. They're wearing Nirvana shirts. How many people do you think wear Nirvana shirts who don't know who Nirvana is or they saw some rapper wear a Nirvana shirt and they're like oh that's cool they might know the band but they don't know know the band yeah just like you were saying about what Led Zeppelin shirts and like Grateful Dead like people wear all those sorts of things and it's just the style but then also like maybe that's not a terrible thing because maybe like some people actually like the research on like who Nirvana yeah that's the thing you don't know who knows yeah not some like I know a few 25 year olds 24 year olds and they and they're like musicians and stuff completely different music but they they found that about Nirvana and then they played it and they're like this is really cool yeah it's kind of inspired them to make music but not the same music yeah I guess just um you know like inspired by it yeah there's so many bands that are inspired by nirvana like the vines is a big one yeah they're very much inspired by nirvana like Mets well, so is a great many, band yeah. too yeah they're yeah they're a lot and they all then they talk about it too i also have this weird note that says boys are gross and they're talking about lice that is <laughs> you seem to think they were kidding but i don't know i think they were kidding there's no way they actually have boys are gross they it. talk about lice <laughs> they talked about it but i think it was like as a joke I, maybe I, I guess it's just Oh, I haven't heard about lice, like, since I was in, like, elementary school. It's really disgusting. So I don't just, even like thinking about it. Yeah, like. it just feels really weird, like, to talk about it. Then Nirvana plays Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it's just crazy because, obviously, everybody on planet Earth and beyond probably know that song. It's just cool to hear it. I'm like, wow, this is crazy that they're listening to Smells Like Teen Spirit. Before, it was a huge deal. Uh, then there's more amazing footage of backstage with all the food and everything, and then um, Kurt just walks, waltzes in and like opens that bottle of champagne oh, and just yeah. sprays it across. I think a lot of people have seen that yeah. footage because that clip is I in something else. I've never seen it. I think it's in. Uh, it might be in that film Live Tonight Sold Out or just in other things. But yeah, that clip is like I've seen that clip of him doing just that. You know, just just spraying it around, which is kind of funny. And then they like drag him on the floor because he's like so thin. He he's is. like a little rag doll. Like I think Chris just. Picks him up by his legs and just drags him across the floor with that jacket on that he's he made so him. Thing. I don't think you ever really think about that because he's wearing baggy clothes. Yeah, but... but some scenes I think he has, doesn't have a shirt on in one of them and he's just so thin. I mean, he's just 
like a boy, like really like a like yeah. a teenage boy, you know, it's just really thin. That's like a boy. It's just crazy. I know that he always looked the same. Yeah. Yeah, like throughout his, probably since he was like seventeen, and then up until he died, he looked pretty much the same. Well, I mean, he went through like periods of like you know short hair, longer hair whatever and like different colors and stuff mm-hmm. but basically like he just looked the same that was pretty funny and then when kim gordon puts lipstick on all of them at least she oh, puts yeah. like lipstick. And they love it yeah they love it and then they she so puts she it on babe. kurt he's like yeah happy about having lipstick they all are they're like super ahead of the times they're not you know now it's obviously super normal for anyone to be wearing makeup really well bands like yeah like um that band that you love um, what 1975? 1975 okay their last album and the last stuff's not so great but you know <laughs> early stuff yeah but that's a whole other situation I thought they were gonna save rock turns out strokes are gonna have to do it on their own so let's let's hope that yeah, the strokes come out sure. or uh Arctic Monkeys comes back <laughs> no not as we knew them no 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 that's true they're they've evolved but uh yeah that's I'm, cool yeah. Even though we missed, you know, early. They played old songs when we saw they them, did. which was and good. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was great. That's I mean, they cool. definitely know how to put on a show, which is great. And then towards the end, uh, we just get more amazing footage. Another great Sonic Youth song. I think it's cool thing. Obviously, if you like Sonic Youth, you know that song. If you don't, then you should be listening to Goo. That's the album that's on. It's really great. And then it's just more Thurston talking, and yeah, just signing out. So. What are your overall thoughts on it? On I, the film as a whole? I really loved it. I think it was like... I definitely haven't seen any film like it in like a really long time. Um, and I, I just love seeing like Kurt... Like kind of happy, funny Kurt. Mm-hmm. That you don't really see anywhere else, I don't think. Yeah. Um, And... I, I mean, I love Sonny Youth as well, but... I definitely feel like it was a lot of Thurston in it. I yeah. Was like, I would have liked to see more of the other band members. Like, I feel like yeah, they didn't really talk much. I feel um, maybe they didn't. Maybe or he maybe they commissioned did. Maybe it. they just cut it out. Maybe. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable being in it that much. Yeah, so. maybe. Maybe they just didn't want to be in it. That's really funny. I mean, it's and also it's really cool that you see. I mean, obviously, we talked about Nirvana a lot in this uh, episode, but it's really cool that you see that they're not the focus. It's cool yes. that they're background characters because yes. you're Which... so used to seeing them friggin' everywhere, and it's cool that they're just not the focus. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Um... Like they're there, and you see them in the background, and you're like, "Whoa, that's Kurt Cobain." Yeah, you know, but they're not, and they're not trying to be in front of the camera. They're not like obviously they weren't as big, so they, you know, they just were going along with it. And then the other bands too. There were oh the Ramones. Are oh yeah, in one song. Oh my God, yeah. There's one. There's like that's towards amazing the end. to yeah. see. Like you just where where do you see that? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, and they're all gone now. Um, the Ramones. I just think it was like nicely done. I think it yeah, was, it was really well. I done. I think it was really cool. Um, I really love how it was shot. Like, it's just, again, like, it's just kind of, maybe it was planned, but it doesn't seem like it was planned that mm-hmm. way. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that's a lot to do with the edit. Um, I just 
definitely recommend it. I don't think anyone can watch this and be like, I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean, I can't imagine it. Yeah, it's definitely Whether great. Whether you're a Nirvana or like Sonic Youth fan, I can't. Or just alternative rock. Like yeah. just 90s rock in general. I feel like it's like watching a concert. You'll like it. And everyone should see it once, you know? just Yeah, and even if you're like, I don't know, like a music uh, sort of, if you're into video photography and like mm-hmm. and you love this kind of music, I think that you you should definitely watch it because there's nothing like it. I don't yeah, think, like, no, it's true. I mean, can you think of any other uh, '90s documentaries like music kind of? The only uh, one that I'm thinking of that is very much like almost like this, or this might be a parody of, is uh, Madonna's "Truth or Dare." The Truth or Dare oh, wow. tour. That okay, was like I, I have not seen that. Oh, that's like but, a classic. Um, what year is that? 90? Maybe 91? I'll have to double check, but I know the Madonna one is, like, one of the, like, premier, like, mm. but it's very stylized, though. Well, it's yeah. not like this. Well, yeah, and also this. Madonna was, like, she's Well, always, yeah, she was a massive pop star. But, but also she, I feel like her personality and everything, she, like, probably planned what oh, she yeah, wanted to say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Wanted, um, I can't imagine her, It's more like, of a movie. Being, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not really, like... Like, no, it's not like this. The only other one I'm thinking of is um, that revolves around, like, one artist. Well, is the Nirvana Live Tonight sold out? Like, that's another one that's like this that is obviously done, like, I think after he died. But mm-hmm. it's way more, um, I mean, it's Nirvana. I mean, it's very, like, you know, they're famous. It's very, you know, clip heavy. But not, I haven't seen any. If there are, like, definitely hit up the email and let me know because I love to watch this kind of stuff. So maybe there's a whole bunch that I just have to find because yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe there are a lot. I have no idea. Like, Hole never did anything like this. And, like, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, Hole did anything or, like, Marilyn Manson or I'm trying to think of people that I know. I know that a lot of CDs a long time ago used to come with DVDs. Oh, yeah. Like, so, and a few That's of them true. had, like, tour stuff. But it, but it, it was never, like, a official you know what i mean like maybe there's some with festivals but i wonder if that's something to do more with the type of music like yeah. people who are like who made this music like anything like alternative or punk they just didn't care about that it's yeah kind of like it kind of doesn't go with the attitude of like you know yeah, oh, to I be wanna, filmed. Uh, you know it's just about me 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 i don't think they care yeah. about stuff like that so it's probably why there isn't a lot or, or like does any, radiohead like, have any no do they have any? I know you're a they big don't, radio They don't thing. have stuff like this. It's more like... A concert? Yeah, concerts. Okay. And, yeah. And now also, they were really... I mean, Tom York has obviously changed a lot. <laughs> like, early Tom York, he, he was kind of silly in interviews, and he was pretty much like, fuck off kind of thing. Oh, okay, Now, yeah. he, he's more like... You see him being interviewed at shows, uh, like like TV oh, shows okay. and stuff like that. Um, and he's vocal about what he does and stuff, but you yeah. know, he's also being like climate change kind of yeah um, supporter. So he's really vocal oh, okay. about that. But you don't, they don't have stuff like this. Yeah, no, they don't. No, they now there's videos. like YouTube. Well, it's also vi- people are more into making videos, I guess. But yeah, that's true. I think this is like so cool, and I I can't imagine like maybe some of them did it, but they never really put it out there. Yeah, maybe not just, that like, I know of footage and that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's there's a few documentaries of I think Blur scenes. has Do they? something. Like, again, it's like festivals, but there's a bit of 
culture in between. Like Oasis. But, like there's that Live Forever documentary oh, about yeah. all the Britpop bands, but it's not like about the one band. No. It's basically about the scene and like the genre. There's another one about the emo scene that I have called Bastards of Young, but it's about the scene. It's not about one or two hmm. bands. It's like they just go through all the different, you know, bands in that scene. But So you think, was this like a... Th- like Thurston's idea, or was it the I think that they that, that came up with it. I don't know for sure. It feels very much like they were he David Markey was probably a friend of the band, and they mm. said, "Yo, we're going on tour. Like, you know, you have a video camera. Like, film us. Maybe we can do something with it." Yeah, I don't think it was like. I mean, they probably. I don't know if it was their first year of I mean, tour. I never know. Yeah, like, well, unless we find him, mean, and I mean, he's around. Like I David Markey's around. We gotta ask. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah. So maybe that's another future uh, thing to put on the list. Like we can ask him and maybe try to get in contact. with I him. wouldn't be surprised if Thurston was like, "Oh, I want to have this done," and like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe. It kind of seems to be, you know. I guess we will never. We well, won't know until we ask. <laughs> I guess we don't really know the back, the whole like backstory. We see Thurston sometimes. If we bumped into him, we could ask. We could ask him. Hey, what about nineteen ninety one? What about that movie? <laughs> well, yeah, this is the end of uh, this little summary here. So hope you guys enjoyed it, and hope you find it. And if you like it, um, I'll put a link down in the notes about you know the movie, the trailer. So maybe you're listening to this and you want to watch it, or maybe you already have and you want to know where to get it. I'll leave that information down there. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.